0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past. It's featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, we are going to take a look at a bunch of weekend takeaways. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays for the light Monday schedule. So let's start by taking a look at uh, some takeaways from the weekend. Uh, we'll go to St. Louis, where left fielder Tyler O'Neill uh, had two home runs, five RBIs, uh, scored three runs, was hitting .462 over the weekend. He's up to 11 home runs, 25 RBIs on the season, stolen four bases, batting averages up to .271. Uh, and he's done this in 34 games, which, you know, we missed some time with injuries, but uh, it, it's starting to look like Tyler O'Neill has, has kind of come into form uh, in his uh, first couple of seasons as a part-time player in the league. He had shown some promising power uh, and then last season won a gold glove, but uh, couldn't hit uh, for whatever reason, small samples and so on. Uh, and then started this season, he wasn't hitting a whole lot either but does appear to be uh, rounding into form, showing off that power, and now that the batting average is up to 271. Uh, he's a pretty solid uh, fantasy option. Uh, Arizona, outfielder and first base eligible, Paven Smith, was 6 for 9 on the weekend. Now, he's not hitting for a ton of power. He only has four home runs on the season, but he has scored 28 runs. He's hitting at the top of the, the Diamondbacks lineup and has a 289 batting average. Uh, he's not a real high-end fantasy option, uh, but the fact that he can cover multiple positions uh, does give him value. White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu, the reigning American League MVP, uh, was 5 for 9 on the weekend, had a home run, 5 RBIs. Uh, he's up to 11 home runs on the season, 45 RBIs now to uh, lead the American League, uh, and he has a 272 batting average, and Abreu uh, certainly came, came into the season with high expectations uh, and started slowly, uh, but he's also rounding into form. That uh, uh, I think by, by season's end, we will see typical Jose Abreu numbers. Uh, San Diego left fielder Will Myers had a couple of home runs six RBIs on the weekend was six for 14 at the plate. Uh, He's up to six home runs 22 RBIs 19 runs scored. He's stolen four bases hitting 252 uh, so far in 43 games this season. It's probably not right where you'd expect Myers to be maybe a a, a touch low. uh, But overall, uh, there's still some value there because he does give you uh, home run power and he can steal some bags. Uh, speaking of sp- stealing bags, uh, there were four players who stole two bases over the weekend. Uh, White Stock shortstop Tim Anderson, who's up to nine stolen bases in 40 games this year. Uh, basically the the best per game rate of his career. Uh, Philadelphia second baseman Gene Segura uh, doubled his uh, season output, uh, so he now has four stolen bases. Uh, I, I, I suppose he would be a sleeper value if he continues to run, uh, because he has stolen bases in the past, but in the past couple of seasons uh, that has... Uh, d- diminished. Uh, Baltimore's uh, Cedric Mullins, uh, the outfielder, ha- now has eight stolen bases in 53 games, and that's a career high uh, in stolen bases for Mullins. So, uh, some real upside there if he uh, if he continues to run this way. And then Washington uh, shortstop Trey Turner stole a couple of bases. He now has 12 uh, in 49 games, and it, it was not that long ago where I was talking about how Turner had, uh, you know, wasn't running quite as much, but he was offsetting that by by hitting more home runs well now he's he's back to running again uh and so you know you're getting elite elite uh, fantasy value out of trey turner between the uh, the home run power and the stolen bases uh, now to the pitchers who had uh, strong weekend uh, outings and we'll go to san francisco's kevin gosman uh, this seems to be a, a weekly occurrence uh in sunday's 5-4 win at the dodgers gosman went six innings he had just two hits no walks no runs struck out seven ERA is down to 1.40. His WHIP is 0.81. He has 10.6 strikeouts per nine and 11 starts. Uh, Gosman did leave the game early because of uh, some tightness in his hip, but uh, I mean the the performance uh, he's delivered so far this year has just been fantastic. And uh, it's not just happening in San Francisco, which you know you could uh, you could say that well if you're you're putting up those numbers in a really pitcher friendly park that's one thing. But Gosman just seems to be doing it everywhere. Uh, Milwaukee's Brandon Woodruff. Uh, in Sunday seven nothing or Sunday's three nothing win against Washington, Woodruff went seven innings, gave up two hits, two walks, no runs, struck out ten, continuing his amazing start. He he has a 1.27 ERA, 0.69 WHIP, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and I've talked uh, at at times this year about selling high on, on the likes of Gosman and Woodruff. Uh, the problem is uh, is that I mean yes yes they're not going to be able to continue with these silly numbers for the entire season. At the same time. You have to get something in return that uh, that makes it worthwhile to give them up, and and as as we continue to get further into the season, it gets harder and harder uh, to find something of of equal value. Uh, Angels starting pitcher Alex Cobb uh, in Saturday's four nothing win against Oakland, Cobb went seven innings. He had three hits, two walks, no runs. He struck out eight, uh, and he, he's sort of forcing his way into uh, to fantasy relevance. His ERA is three point seven eight, which is a touch high, as is his one point three five WHIP. Uh, he has 11.6 strikeouts per nine. That's a dramatic uh, shift there. So Alex Cobb, uh, with the right matchups, is, is probably worth uh, your fantasy consideration. Uh, Detroit's Tarek Skubal. Uh, in Sunday's 6-2 win against the Yankees, Skubal went six innings. He you had know, three hits, three walks, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, and he, he got off to a bit of a rough start this season, uh, but it's gradually been getting better uh, and kind of culminating in in this uh, start on Sunday, and now his ERA is down to 4.59. His WHIP is 1.45. He has 10.5 strikeouts per nine. So, none of like the the strikeout numbers are definitely legit for fantasy. The ERA and WHIP are still too high for you know to just insert him as a, a regular in your uh, fantasy rotation. Uh, but uh, as a streaming option with favorable matchups, uh, he's going to be worth a, a look. Uh, New York Mets uh, starter Taiwan Walker only went five innings in Saturday's 13-2 win uh against atlanta uh but he just gave up two hits one walk uh no one no runs and struck out eight uh walker has a 1.84 era 0.94 whip nine strikeouts per nine uh in nine starts he's he's been uh everything the mets could have hoped for i think uh because not only are the you know the era and whip are really good but his strikeout rate has gone up uh from where it was in previous seasons so uh Taiwan Walker is providing real value to the Mets and people who uh, drafted him in fantasy. Uh, for the White Sox, Lance Lynn, another guy who's just had an incredible start to the season, only went five innings in Saturday's three-one win against Baltimore, gave up three hits, no walks, no runs, struck out seven. Lynn's DRA is one point three seven. He has a zero point nine three WHIP, nine point seven strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's another one who's in that kind of same boat as Gosman and Woodruff. They've just they've been so incredible that I mean, there's there's hardly uh, a reasonable value that you can expect to extract in, uh, in trade for them. And finally, Cincinnati's Tyler Molly uh, went five innings uh, in Sunday's five-one win at the Cubs. Gave up one hit, one walk, no run, struck out eight. Uh, and Molly is basically he's been great for ten of his eleven starts. He had one blow-up start uh, that uh, brings down his numbers, and still he has a three-point-four-two ERA, one-point-one-six WHIP, ten-point-four strikeouts per nine. Uh, a lot to like there. And he was a, a kind of a popular uh, candidate for a breakthrough season uh, and i think the the results so far uh, back that because molly has just uh, kind of picked up where he left off last season and, and continued on in 2021 all right when we come back uh, we will take a look at the hitters uh, and pitchers that uh, had a hard time on the weekend uh, and then we'll dig deep on the waiver wire some injury updates uh, matchups and dfs value plays for monday have you guys heard about Sports Trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher the value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock and a rookie with huge upside, or grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then, watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com, discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. Truly, the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile... Link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So now we'll look at some players who uh, maybe didn't have so much success over the weekend, and we'll start with Washington Nationals' outfielder uh, Juan Soto, who uh, was 0-9 uh, on the weekend. And this is really kind of continuing what has been a disappointing season so far for Soto, who is. Uh, widely considered one of the top, say, five players coming into the season for fantasy. Uh, And the numbers just haven't been there. He has four home runs, 16 RBIs, 22 runs scored, hitting 267 uh, in 39 games played. He's one for five in stolen base attempts, uh, basically uh, underachieving across the board. Uh, And so, yeah, I suppose there is some buy low potential here on Soto because uh, we know he has uh, elite level talent uh, and the numbers just haven't been there. Uh, But uh, you know, if you drafted Juan Soto, you're kind of in a tough spot because if you're selling him, you're going to have to sell him for, you know, pennies on the dollar. Uh, Minnesota first baseman Miguel Sano was 0 for 10 uh, over the weekend. And he's still got some power. He's got nine home runs this season, uh, but he's also hitting 168. And, and that... Uh, uh, that gets tough to uh, to stomach if that uh, kind of continues lingering in that area uh white Sox dhg herman mercedes was 0 for 10 over the weekend uh and this has probably been long overdue uh to to bring mercedes down a little bit he's had really high batting average on balls in play and for much of the season so far a really high batting average he's still hitting 320 uh after that 0 for 10 weekend but uh and has 29 rbis uh but uh the uh the Sort of natural natural uh, uh, regression was was kind of due to come for Mercedes because he just had he had unsustainably high uh, batting average on balls in play uh, earlier in the season. Uh, Seattle left fielder Jared Kelenic. I'm mean, gonna keep keep on this every every week. It, it seems Kelenic was over ten over the weekend uh, in his first seventeen major league games. Kelenic has two home runs, six RBIs, uh, five runs scored. He's stolen a couple of bases, but he's hitting one twenty three. And uh, again, the the same. Kind of statements apply here as, as previously is that if you're playing to win this season, you, you can probably do it without uh, Jared Kelenic. Now, if you're talking a dynasty league that uh, you're you're looking long term, well then uh, the decision becomes much more difficult because the, his ceiling still remains very high, and and you expect that uh, he, he's going to figure this out. Uh, but in the in the short term, uh, th- this is kind of tough sledding for your batting average to have have somebody going out there. Uh, hitting leadoff, so he's getting lots of uh, plate appearances, and he's still hitting 123. Uh, one more hitter uh, who had a tough weekend: uh, Colorado's second baseman Brendan Rogers, who was over for 10. Uh, he's getting a chance here to to play, and goodness, if he just manages to stay healthy, uh, but now he's hitting 192 uh, in eight games since getting uh, activated in, into the uh, Colorado lineup. Uh, so it, Rogers is another one you can kind of there, there's upside there, and and if he's healthy and and uh, Hitting, then there's a chance that he has fantasy value. But right now, with a 192 batting average, uh, you can probably be pretty patient uh, about adding him. Now, take a look at some pitchers who uh, had some tough outings. And San Diego's Blake Snell uh, in Sunday's 7 4 loss at Houston. He only went three innings, he had five hits, three walks, seven earned runs. Uh, right now, his ERA is up to 5.55. Whip is 1.60. Now, he does have a strikeout rate of 13.4 uh, per nine innings. So, you know, he is able to miss some bats. Uh, but the, the ERA and the WHIP are uh, are real problems uh, for fantasy value. Uh, Baltimore's Matt Harvey, uh, who got off to a half-decent start early in the season, uh, but he's been uh, crashing hard lately. Uh, in uh, Saturday's 7-4 loss against the White Sox, uh, Harvey went three innings, gave up five hits, three walks, uh, five earned runs. Now, he did strike out six in three innings, uh, but... Uh there, there were lots of trouble came aside from those strikeouts. His ERA is up to 6.84, 1.64 whip, 7.8 strikeouts per nine and 11 starts. Yeah, that's not that's not going to uh, cut it. Uh, Arizona's Madison Bumgarner, uh, who had been pitching uh, quite well uh, recently, he had a bit of a tough start on, in Friday's 8-6 loss against St. Louis. Bumgarner went four innings, gave up five hits, four walks, seven runs, uh, six of them earned. Uh, only struck out two. And so, you know, Bumgarner had uh, a really rough start to the season. First three starts, I believe, were uh, were pretty bad. And then he turned things around and looked like he was right on track. And this is maybe just a little bump in the road. But um, so his, his ERA is 5.15, which is certainly too high for fantasy. But when you see a 1.16 whip and 9.4 strikeouts per nine, you can, you can expect that that, uh, that inflated ERA is going to come down. Uh, Dodgers, uh, left-hander Julio Urias, uh, in Friday's 11, six loss against San Francisco, he went five and he's gave up 11 hits, uh, and two walks, seven runs, uh, and struck out five. Uh, and Urias has been great uh, for the Dodgers this season. He's another one. His, now his ERA is 3.61, but even so, uh, his, his underlying numbers are probably, you know, more encouraging. He has a 0.95 whip, 10 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and so, uh, you, you you would look both at Bumgarner and Urias and and think that, you know, I mean, I guess potentially there's some buy low value there uh, because the ERA is a little bit higher than um, than might be warranted. Uh, and one more pitcher, uh, Atlanta's Ian Anderson. Uh, in Saturday's 13-2 loss against the Mets, went four innings, gave up seven hits, one walk, four earned runs. Uh, struck out six. And now Anderson, he's had a nice start to the season anyway. In 10 starts, he's at a 3.270 ERA, 1.26 whip, 9.7 strikeouts per nine. You can't ask for a whole lot more than that out of a, a rookie starter. Uh, but uh, the, the Saturday uh, performance was not uh, not his best for sure. Uh, now, each episode, I uh, offer up one player who is rostered in 10% or fewer of uh, Yahoo leagues. And maybe it's somebody you need to race out to the wave of wire to get to beat the competition or uh, could just be someone to kind of have on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right for you. Uh, and so today we're going to go with Minnesota Twins outfielder Trevor Larnik, uh who was a first round pick in 2018. Uh, and he's getting a chance to play because of injuries in the uh, Minnesota outfield. And uh, he's starting to make the most of it. He's, he's played 20 games so far, and Larnak has hit just 228, has three home runs. He also has 12 walks, uh, which has contributed to an 845 OPS. You know, he, he's walking a lot. Uh, and it's starting to, you know, that approach is starting to pay off for him. He hit 357 over the past week and it's starting to move that batting average in the right direction. Uh, and Larnak is rostered in just 4% of Yahoo leagues. Goat Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors. Plus, they occasionally get limited time uh, special flavors as well. Uh, but their standards. You can get coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's a wide variety there, but the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel, uh, those are two of my favorites. If you haven't tried uh, all these flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each uh, of those nine flavors, and then you can uh, decide for yourself uh, which ones work for you. Uh, and now no matter which, uh, built bar, you're looking at, uh, bars that are covered in hundred percent chocolate. So they taste like a, a delicious snack and they have lots of protein, low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. So they're also healthy. Uh, as well. Uh, And so from my perspective, I started using them when I was going to an outdoor boot camp and wanted to kind of lean into the whole thing and made Bilt Bar part of the post-workout routine for me and uh, to give my muscles the protein boost they need. And and I think we've had some success. So uh, go to builtbar.com. use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Alright, so before we get into uh, Monday's matchups and DFS value plays, uh, a few injury updates around Major League Baseball. And We just talked about uh, Minnesota Twins outfielder Trevor Larnak as a a fantasy option uh, now, and part of it is they have injuries in the outfield, and uh, most recently it's Max Kepler, uh, who's on the 10-day injured list uh, with a hamstring injury. Uh, Alex Kirilov uh, has somewhat recently been activated, so he's another option. Uh, in that Minnesota outfield as well. Uh, Chicago Cubs third baseman David Bote is on the 10-day injury list with a shoulder injury. Uh, there's going to have to be some shuffling here uh, for the Cubs because of injuries. Now, if Anthony Rizzo can return, he's been out for the past four or five games, uh, if he could come back, uh, Chris Bryant could, could sh- slide back over to third base. Uh, otherwise, maybe Bryant stays at first, and uh, Patrick Wisdom or Sergio Alcantara, a couple utility guys uh, who have been called up, maybe they get a shot uh, to fill in at third. Uh, Oakland centerfielder Ramon Loreano, uh, still dealing with a groin injury. Um, kind of kept him out over the weekend. Mark Canna uh, moved to center field. Chad Pinder in at left. Um, still, uh, if Loreano is not going to be back in the next day or two, uh, you have to expect that he'll land on the 10 day injured list as well. Uh, Kansas City DH Jorge Soler is day to day with a groin injury. Uh, the, the Royals did get Hunter Dozier back. Uh, on the weekend. And, and that, uh, certainly gives them a little bit more flexibility in that regard. Dozier, you know, has been able to play corner outfield spots, uh, third base, first base, and he can certainly DH, uh, if need be, uh, Miami outfielder, Adam Duvall, uh, day-to-day with rib injury. Uh, Miami can turn to Garrett Cooper or McNary Sierra, uh, to play in the outfield, uh, angel starting pitcher, Jose Quintana dealing with a shoulder injury right now. And, uh, and if he has to miss time, the Angels are already already dealing with a six-man rotation uh, that includes Ta- Shohei Otani. Uh, but if if they you know want to insert somebody else into the rotation, if Quintana is going to miss time, Patrick Sandoval uh, is available and, and wasn't bad his last time out. Uh, Philadelphia outfielder Roman Quinn, uh, his season's over uh, due to an Achilles uh, injury. Uh, the Phillies have called up Travis Jankowski to give him some outfield depth. Jankowski... Uh, Doesn't necessarily hit enough, uh, you know, to have real fantasy value, but uh, does have some stolen base potential uh, that's worth keeping an eye on uh, depending on how much playing time he gets. Uh, And then, as I mentioned uh, early on uh, in this podcast, San Francisco's uh, Kevin Gosman, uh, their ace, uh, did leave uh, his Sunday start uh, with some hip tightness. uh, And so that just kind of is worth keeping an eye on whether it's going to cost him uh, any time. But, uh, I mean, Gosman's been incredible uh, for San Francisco this season. So... Um, now let's go take a look at some uh, favorable matchups for Monday uh, on betonline.ag first one up uh, the LA angels with Dylan Bundy on the mound plus 137 at San Francisco with Johnny Cueto uh, going and Bundy uh, has been a you know a major disappointment this season but his underlying numbers aren't terrible Uh, it's the, this, you know, small, small consolation for, for the Angels because Bundy hasn't won yet, uh, but he also has an area over six and, and really his uh, performance has been better than that. Uh, and so uh, you might be able to find a little bit of value uh, on Bundy as, as that big an underdog uh, against Johnny Cueto, who Cueto's pitched all right uh, for San Francisco, but uh, I think there's there's a, at least reason to believe that you could get uh, some value out of Bundy at that price. Uh, Oakland with uh, James caprillian uh, minus 122 at uh, Seattle with Logan Gilbert on the mound. a couple of uh, you know rookie pitchers uh, and Kaprelian, uh he's had uh, kind of instant success here uh, in, in a few starts uh, for the A's, whereas Gilbert uh, is still kind of kind of trying to make his way uh, in his first three starts uh, with the Mariners. So uh, as a slight favorite here, uh, Oakland makes a little bit of sense. Uh, And then we've got uh, St. Louis with Jack Flaherty on the mound, uh, plus 165 of the Dodgers and Trevor Bauer. Now, I mean, Bauer's pitched great this season, uh, but, you know, Flaherty is the Cardinals' ace, and he's pitched well, too. So getting him at plus 165 uh, does offer uh, some value. Uh, So thanks to BetOnline.ag for those odds. Let's grab uh, some DFS value plays for Monday, and Dome Bundy uh, may as well be worth a a look if we're going to, uh, look for that upset. Uh, Bundy at $7,000 uh, on DraftKings is uh, decent value against San Francisco, uh, especially in San Francisco. Uh, Minnesota first baseman outfielder Alex Kirilov, $4,100 uh, going against Baltimore with Jorge Lopez on the mound. Uh, also from Minnesota outfielder Rob Ref Snyder, $2,300 uh, at Baltimore. Uh, and Ref Snyder has, has been very productive since getting called up. And uh, at that price, there's Makes it makes it a lot easier to start filling out the rest of your roster if you get a uh, a reasonably productive bat at $2,300. Uh, Boston outfielder Alex Verdugo, $3,300. Uh, going up against Houston with Jose Urquidy on the mound. Uh, Philadelphia third baseman Alec Baum is $3,600 at Cincinnati uh, with Wade Miley pitching. Uh, and Baum has struggled this year. Uh, at the same time, he hits lefties better uh, than he does right-handers. Uh, and so that price uh, in Cincinnati, uh, a hitter-friendly park, uh, could be worth a look. And Tampa Bay shortstop, Taylor Walls. It's $2,600 up against the Yankees with Jamison Tyone on the mound. Um, You know, Walls was hitting great at AAA. He's kind of been hit and miss so far uh, since getting called up. But that will do it for today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow when we'll look in at uh, top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast as well as we uh, steamroll through the National Hockey League playoffs. Uh, Check us out on iTunes, uh, see whether whether the algorithm has uh, sorted itself out. It's been having problems linking to podcasts lately, so if you can't find it on, on iTunes, check out Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering just a bit outside he tried the corner and missed ball four ball eight low and Vaughn has walked the bases loaded on 12 straight pitches boy how can these guys lay off pitches that close